Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Sister Synergy, a podcast dedicated to the uplifting and the motivating of all women. I am your host, Tabitha Renee. I am so blessed to be here with you today. I'm so honored to have yet another opportunity to be before you today. I do not want to hold you long, but I want to definitely give honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to give honor to the Father that is in heaven, my Father, my heavenly Father. God, I thank you to give honor to the Holy Spirit, my teacher, my guide, my standby, my advocate, my intercessor. I just thank God for the Trinity today. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I am so glad to be with my sisters again for season two of Sister Synergy. I am so excited. I've had people ask me about what does synergy even mean? Synergy just means that when two or more people come together, that we are better together. We are stronger together. We are united. In the book of Amos, it says that how can two walk together unless they agree? So synergy is about agreement. And so all of this, this whole podcast and everything that um, I speak about on the podcast is all about agreement. It's about all of my sisters coming together in agreement that we can do life together. We can be successful. God can use us. God can bless us. He can do miraculous things with our lives. So that is all uh, what Synergy is about. I'm so happy to have this platform to be able to speak with you and to pour into your lives and to hear your fantastic stories of growth and and prosperity i just thank you for just allowing me the opportunity to do this so as usual i hope all of my sisters are out there looking amazing feeling amazing and having an amazing day so we're just gonna go ahead and get right on into it i'm so excited i missed everyone Uh, I'm so excited to be back. I really am. I just thank God for, you know, just being so good. It's just so awesome that we serve a God that is so faithful and so full of um, grace and mercy uh, and love. Oh, my goodness. He loves us so much. I am so excited about his love. So today's topic um is called or entitled don't be mad at me it's just god don't be mad at me it's just god and so i want to use as a um a platform or a uh, a text to kind of get into my topic i want to use the story of of saul and david um so in the book of samuel first samuel exactly Um, chapters 16 through 18 is when Saul and David actually meet. So uh, if you've ever read this book, you will know that Saul uh, was chosen to be the king of Israel. 
and uh, Saul made some mistakes and he was disobedient to God. And so uh, God told Samuel, the prophet, that he was going to raise up another king, the, a king that was after God's heart. And so once God had given uh, the word to Samuel, Samuel goes to Jesse, the, uh, the Benjamites house and to find his sons and to find this next king to be so he could anoint him and uh, follow the instructions of the Lord. So if you know this story, Samuel, uh, Jesse brings all his sons in and, um, and none of them are the, the king. None of them are the king. God says no. And so, um, Samuel finally asks Jesse, well, where is, do you have any more sons? Do you have anyone else? And, uh, Jesse says, yes, you know, I have, I have a son. He's a, he's out there with the sheep. And so God, uh, Jesse calls for David to come in and Samuel anoints David as the King of Israel. So when you read about, uh, uh, David, and you know, the Bible says he was a little ruddy guy. He was handsome, uh, but he was he was the one that kept the sheep. So he was dirty. He was out there, you know, taking care of the sheep because that's how they made their money, their living. They had to take care uh, of sheep. And so David was the one that was, was responsible for this. And but David loved God. That's why, you know, God told Samuel, I'm going to raise up a king who's after my heart. And David loved God. He loved the Lord. And, um, and I was just thinking about how sometimes people are going to wonder, you know, how did she get this? Or uh, how did she get that? Or how did she get the promotion over me? And, or how did she get X, Y, and Z? And it's going to be because you love God. It's going to be because you're after God's own heart it's going to be because you are seeking God first and his righteousness and then God is going to add all these other things to you Matthew 6 and 33 so you know nobody expects David little old shepherd boy to be the anointed the king but he is he's anointed the king of Israel but the the thing that um that really got me was even after David was anointed the king by Samuel, David goes back and continues to work with the sheep. He was humble. He kept working with the sheep. He didn't tell his father, oh no, I'm done. God just anointed me king of Israel. I'm not tending to these sheep anymore. You can do whatever you need to do, but I'm royalty. So I don't, I don't do that type of work anymore. No, David remained humble. He went back and he kept tending to the sheep. So it comes to the point where because of Saul's disobedience, he is actually being tormented by like a spirit of depression. Saul is depressed and, and he's needing something uh, to soothe him so that uh, he's able to rest and sleep. And so his servant remembers David being this beautiful harp player remember David is he's a little shepherd boy but he loves God and so they send for David so that David could come 
and uh, play the harp every time this, this spirit of depression would come upon Saul. And so David would play and Saul would be soothed. Um, and the, the magnificent part about this is like, oh my God, David is such a humble person that even though he knows that he's going to take Saul's place, He's still willing to serve Saul while Saul is in position. He's still willing to serve Saul while Saul is in his position. Even though that he knows one day I'm going to take his place because God has anointed me to be king. See, some people are going to wonder why you bless. It is all because of your humble spirit. It's going to be because you are humbling yourself. You know how to serve others. You know how to sit in the background. You know how to be a help. You're not always trying to be in the uh, the forefront and be seen. And God is going to bless you, my sister, because you are humble. And you're going to have to tell people, don't be mad at me. It's just God. It's just God moving in my life. And so Saul loves David. You know, he he becomes uh, friends with David and and asks David to stay with him. And David becomes Saul's armor bearer and he lives with the king. And um, some people are going to love you while you're under them. I want you to think about this. Now, Saul loved David while David was playing the harp. He loved David when David was being his armor bearer. And that's how people are. See, they're okay with you when you are serving them, when you have less than them. Uh, and sometimes when God begins to bless you, a spirit of jealousy will come upon them. Uh, a spirit of hate or envious spirit will rise up in there. But sister, I'm telling you, you got to tell them. Don't be mad at me. It's just God in my life. It's the favor of God on my life. It's God's grace. So uh, Saul and uh, the men, they go to war uh, up against the Philistines. And if you've read this story, you know that they're really afraid because they have this giant Philistine called Goliath that they have to defeat. And he's calling all of them out. He's calling all of them out. And and they're all trying to figure out who is going to go up against him. And they have no clue how they're going to defeat them. And so David, being this little shepherd boy, he's Saul's armor bearer. He plays the harp for Saul, but he still takes care of his father's sheep. So his dad tells him to go. And um, take his brother's food at the uh, campground where they're having this war. And so David, he goes and he sees everything that's going on. And and he basically, uh, you know, says, I'll fight him. And I'm paraphrasing this. He says, I'll fight him. I'm not afraid of him. You know, they, they look at David like, get out of here. You can't fight him. You're a little kid, basically. So they laughing to me, you, you can't do it. And so David comes back and said, y'all don't know me. Let me tell you my track record. See, 
I've killed lions and bears with my bare hands. I've had to pull sheep out of the mouths of lions and bears and kill them by myself. And this giant is nothing compared to a lion or bear. So I'll take him out. And so people are going to be wondering, how did she make it? How did she do it? How did she fight that fight? And you'll be able to tell them, I fought bigger fights than this. I fought I fought fights on my knees. I fought a fight with the word of God. I have fought with fasting and praying. In Psalms 34 and 4, David said, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. So you're going to have to tell people, I have fought a fight with God. So when God begins to raise you up and begins to bless you and begins to bless your family and your business and everything that you touch, you're going to have to tell them, don't be mad at me. It's just God. So finally, they come to a conclusion and they're going to let David go up against Goliath. And so as they, you know, when they get ready for war, they want to dress you up in in certain things and clothes and and have you to look a certain way so that you can, you know, if you get hit with a a sword or something, you know, you'll have some protection. So they dress David up in, in Saul's armor. And so how many of you know you can't wear nobody else's armor? You 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 can't put on my breastplate. You you can't you can't uh fight with my shield. You can't wear my shoes. You gotta have your own armor. You gotta be able to fight the enemy with your own armor. So David, he tries to put this armor on and he finally said, I can't wear this. I can't I can't wear this. And, and I got to go up against this giant. With the weapon that I'm used to fighting with. What are you used to fighting with? What are you my sister used to fighting with? Are you fighting with the word of God? Hallelujah. So David tells him. Uh-uh, I can't do this. I'm going up against the giant. With what I'm used to. With, what I, with God. And God is going to deliver. This Philistine in my hands. And see. David knew. That's the the good thing. David knew. David knew what he was fighting with. He knew how he could defeat Goliath. And so it's going to come a time when people are going to wonder, what is she fighting with? Why is she winning? How is she constantly having all of these victories? And you're going to have to tell them, don't be mad at me. Glory to God. It's just God. So we know the story. We know that David defeats Goliath. And so later on, you know, you would think that that um, everybody would be happy about what David has done. And David develops this, this uh, loving relationship with, with Jonathan. They become besties or, or best friends. And so uh, later on in there, you'll read where the women were dancing and they were singing praises to David. And they said, um, Dave, Saul kills thousands, but David kills 10,000. So you would think that Saul would be happy because he has a warrior on his side. 
he has a man of God on his side, but instead it brought up a spirit of jealousy and angry and anger in Saul. And so Saul begins to resent David and he doesn't like uh, David anymore. He's full of rage. He's mad. And so sisters, I just want to tell you, there will be some times when you have helped some people, you've been there with them through thick and thin, you've been there ride or die, you've been there listening ear, you've been kind to them, you've been nice, you've been sweet, you've been polite, you did everything you could to do to them or for them. You have been a good friend to them and they will still be jealous of your victories. They'll still be jealous of the promotion or the success in your life. They may still be envious of what God is doing in your life, but you have to sit back and you have to realize and you have to say to those people, don't be mad at me. It's just God. It's just God. Don't be mad. Paul said in Galatians 2 and 20, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So you have to tell them, it's not me, baby. It's not me. It's Christ in me. Christ is doing this new thing in me. First John 4 and 4 says, greater is he that's in me. That's he that's in the world. It's not me. It is God. Don't be mad at me. It's God. First Corinthians 2 and 9 says, eyes haven't seen nor is heard, nor has man thinketh in his heart the things that God has prepared for those who love them or love him, for those who love him. You have to say, it's not me, it's God. So don't be mad at me. Isaiah 65 and 24 says, before I call, he answers. While I'm yet speaking, he hears. Is God. So don't be mad at me. The things that are, are happening in my life, the places I'm going, the tables I'm sitting at, the doors that are opening for me, don't be mad at me. It's just God. Jeremiah 17 and 7 said, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Don't be mad because I'm trusting in God. Don't be mad because God is ordering my steps. It's just God. Sisters, I don't want you to lose hope or lose sight of who is doing these great things in your life. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the people around you who don't understand what you're going through. Don't worry about it. Sometimes you're going to have to walk alone. But if you focus on God, it doesn't matter what is being said. It doesn't matter what is being done. Remember, it's just God working in your life. You don't have to worry and concern yourself with things that people are doing or saying. Because it's God. You know that every move you make, every step you take, that it is God. Every table that God blesses you to sit at, when you know that you're not supposed to be sitting there, you know it's God. When you get that promotion, it's God. When God bless you with that new home, it's God. 
So there may be some times where there may be some people who may be sitting on the sidelines and they may be the same ones that you have been there for. And they may have a little jealousy, a little envious in them. But you have to pray for them and you have to let them know it's not me. It's God. See, when you're obedient to God and you do the things that God has said for you to do, he will order your steps. He will increase your territory. He will bless your life. So don't worry about what people are saying or doing. You just let them know. Don't be mad at me. It's just God. It's just God. Hallelujah working in my life glory to God I truly hope that you have been blessed today if there's anybody out there who does not know the Lord Jesus as their personal savior this is the perfect time for you to develop a relationship with him all you have to do is confess that Jesus is the son of God and that he died for your sins and God raised him from the dead and you will be saved God, I just thank you for every woman of God that is listening. God, I ask you just to bless them, increase their territory, God. Keep the evil from them, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I just thank you. Amen and thank God. Sisters, I hope you know that I love you. I'm praying for you. um, I'm really hope that the podcasts are being a blessing to you and strengthening you in your life Uh, if you have any uh, prayer requests or anything you would like me to know you are more than welcome to email me at sistersynergy2 at gmail.com that's sistersynergy the number 2 at gmail.com I'll be glad to Uh, hear your uh, read your emails and respond back to you I thank you for listening to me and just giving me the opportunity to pour into your life I'm just believing God for great things this we have a few more days uh, in this year I say a few but it's probably like 60 something days but I just thank God that there's still time there's still time for you to meet those goals and, and, and do the things that God wants you to do in your life with the remaining uh, time that we have in this year. And it doesn't matter that we're in a pandemic. God is still blessing in this pandemic. It is truly up to us to trust him to let uh, the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and show us which way to go and what to do. And I really, really thank God for you. And I just, as always, as always, I want you to know, my sister, that you are enough. No matter what's going on, no matter if we're in a pandemic or if we're not in a pandemic, no matter if people have walked away from you or if you have thousands of people by your side. It doesn't matter that if you have a job or if you're unemployed right now. It doesn't matter if you are a a married or a single mother right now. It doesn't matter if you are a widow. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Sister, you are enough. You are enough. 
God has equipped you. He has put in you everything that you need to make it in this life. So don't you ever forget it, that you are enough. I love you. I adore you. I'm praying for you. I wish nothing but the best for you. May God keep you. Glory to God. I want you to stay blessed and be blessed no matter what. Talk to you soon.